0: Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus, 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND.
1: Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next
2: round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. Man, we're working towards a big vote coming up February, February 20th for the uh, ESPN College Football Playoffs. They agreed yesterday, in principle, to a six-year $7.8 million extension. Just in passing, many people think you could buy... Um, for what you're paying one year for the college football playoffs, many people think you could buy the Pittsburgh Pirates for that number.
0: I'd rather own the college football playoffs, I think. Uh, I think I'd rather own the Pirates. <laughs> I get to go watch college football playoff games. I don't have to go watch Pirates you don't games. Have to, but I've heard yeah.
1: Pittsburgh. I've never been. I've never been to PNC. I heard it is the hidden oh, gem of nice Major day League day. Baseball. It's nice well, I'm just talking about the, yeah. the, the, the atmosphere yeah. on yeah. the river, all that.
0: Uh Josh Pate is with us at league Kick Josh 24-7 Sports. He's with us on the JohnstonRVcenter.com hotline we, and I know what Pate's going to say. I'm not even going to say would you rather on the Pirates the college football playoff.
3: <laughs> Aren't there three rivers? Isn't isn't it more than just one river up there? Isn't it a, <laughs> a confluence of three? It <laughs> That's is, right. Yes. That's right.
0: Are they still at the confluence of three though or are they only on the one? I think they're only uh, on the one. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been. Yeah. Yeah, Does uh,
3: anyone else want to make the correlation? that it feels a lot like what some of the folks in that room are doing is essentially pirating from college football. Since we already made the analogy, let's just go all the way. Did you read the Dellinger report yesterday? Not about all the <laughs> minutiae of what's going on in these meetings right now, but the part where both on and anonymous sources quoted as saying, yeah, we're probably going to expand the playoff again to 16 teams. And I'm just sitting there with my hands up in the air like, told you. They're yeah. not stopping at 12. They were never going to stop at 12. I love how they're already talking. know how to stop. Yeah,
0: they're already talking about expanding. We haven't even seen the 12 yet. They're already talking about expanding. Yeah, well, yeah the
3: 12-team playoff era is old. It's played out now. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've almost had one full season of it. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go ahead and go to 16. Why not?
2: But, but, but I'll tell you why it's important to go to 16. Or go to Please 8. Or go, to
3: or go back to 8, which will never happen.
2: is because I don't want to be so good like Georgia that I never, ever, 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 ever have a home playoff game, <laughs> that I'm, uh, I am never play a playoff game in Athens. I'm so good that I have a bye when we're playing the cool games on campus, and I don't play a playoff game until we're in the New York Six Bowl games.
3: I would like to offer a counter now, this is going to be sacrilege because it does involve leaving a few dollars on the table, but you know there's no rule there's no amendment to the Constitution that says you can't have two rounds of playoffs on home campus. I know you know that's not etched in stone anywhere, although they would lead you to believe that so if if the impetus for moving to sixteen is well, we got to make sure everyone gets a first round or second round home playoff game even if they get a first round buy. In uh, that case, if you saw the movie Basketball, it starts to sound a lot like their postseason structure <laughs> where the champion of the East-South-Northwestern North division uh, gets a bye. And if there's no winner at the end, you just two-man sack race on consecutive Sundays until the champion is crowned.
1: Yeah, I, I'm fun. I'm with you. I think uh, two on-campus rounds, the way to go. Hopefully, eventually, we'll get to that point. But we were doing the way-too-early top 25 that Slaybock put out Revised after everything kind of settled. And I brought this point. For the top ten, you've got Oregon and Dan Lanning, you've got Texas and Steve Sarkeesian, you've got Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, and you've got Penn State and James Franklin. Those four coaches can't win big games. In order to be in the top ten, you have got to find a way to win big Ten ga- our, our big games. Am I, am I overstating this a little bit, or would you agree those coaches, for whatever reason, can't find wins when it comes to top ten games?
3: Um, well, some of them, I mean, like Lanning's, what, he's had two years as a head coach. So some of them I would say there's a difference between have not and cannot, and that's a theme we use all the time on the show. But the other part of that, did you say Notre Dame, by the way? Is Notre Dame in there? No, I
1: mean, I would, th- yeah, Notre yeah. Dame toss very yeah. overrated at number five, but. Okay. So, Marcus so Freeman I, would be in that category too. Yeah.
3: And the reason I mention them is because we did this on last night's show and we talked about Notre Dame because I, I took you know bold predictions and a guy said, hey, I think they'll win it all in 2024. Wow. And I, I had, you know, obviously I pushed back on that because I don't think Notre Dame's going to win a national title this year, but. I don't think folks have really come to just like grasp what the difference is in being a playoff team versus being a national championship team. And it was already a big gap. And that's just when we had four teams. Like think about how far Cincinnati was away from winning a title or TCU from winning a title. Well, in the 12 team playoff era, you're going to have a bunch of folks. And I guess this is the trick. This is the illusion. You're going to have a bunch of folks convinced. Well, since we're a playoff caliber program, we're right on the doorstep of winning a national title, and you won't be. In fact, I think the, the sleight of hand is convincing you with more playoff spots, you've got a better chance of winning a national title. A team like Notre Dame's got a worse chance of winning a national title with a better chance of making the playoff. And I'd say the same thing about Penn State, because now you cannot, I don't care how soft your regular season schedule is, Notre Dame plays one team in the regular season this year with preseason championship odds higher than them. And it's Florida state at home and they get a buy before them. So they've got a nice long runway into the playoff. As you you can't, you can't dodge Texas in the playoff. You can't dodge Georgia. You can't dodge Oregon. And the difference in the modern model is instead of going through one or two, you may have to go through two or three or four. Cause remember with Notre Dame, they can't have a buy. So they've got to play every single game you could possibly play. Um, And if you're like Lance was talking about there, if you struggled to get through one of those big hurdles in the past, all of a sudden you're going to put it together and get through three of them in the span of a month. It's tough to envision.
2: Uh, As you can tell, I've pulled my hair out, literally worried about uh, post Nick Saban, Alabama. Where are you now as spring practice approaches with Ryan Grubb back uh, to the Seattle area for the NFL. They're promoting from within, it looks like, in the offensive coordinator. Um, where are you on the panic meter of the Alabama football program?
3: I wouldn't panic losing Grub much at all. Scott Huff is a pretty sizable loss. I know that's a coordinator I'm saying no big deal on, an offensive line coach. I'm saying, yeah, I'm a little concerned, well, you us know, nervously scratch the neck a little bit. But, I mean, let me, let me put it to you like this. This is the reason I'm not freaked out about Grubb moving on. Number one, he was there five minutes. Uh, number two, I, I never freaked out when Lanning left Kirby. I wouldn't freak out if Schumann left Kirby tomorrow, if Mushchamp left. It's because I know it's Kirby's. I didn't freak out when Golish left Josh Heupel because I know it's Josh Heupel's. And, and Kalen DeBoer, whoever he elevates there, if it's Sheridan, someone else, he's calling the plays this fall. And it's something that he did a healthy amount of even when Ryan Grubb was there. Now, this is not the internal look you ever actually get. At a program, we don't get access to the headsets, but that's that's second hat, man, to Kalen DeBoer. So that's not a big deal. But that offensive line being what it wasn't last year and getting the coach of the Joe Moore Award winning unit in there from the year prior, that would have been a nice boost to Alabama. Um, but I've got this crazy philosophy that I've clung to. And it is, uh, don't judge a new staff before you get out of the first spring practice session. And so I'm willing to, in February at least, I'm willing to say, eh, we'll see. I don't need to nail myself down on all this. We'll see. But I, I actually think in a roundabout way, I, I'd be more upset about losing Huff than I would be about losing Grubb.
0: Josh Pate with us, 24-7 Sports Athlete. Kick Josh on Twitter and his YouTube there. Go like and subscribe. Give him a thumbs up on all those YouTube. Same stuff we ask you to do for us, do for Josh. He's with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. Chip Kelly's Ohio State offense will look more like his Oregon offense or his
3: UCLA offense. Which one will it be closer to? Well, it's whichever one he wants. I would imagine it'll be closer to his UCLA. I don't know. I, I Do you agree with me that people misremember what Oregon was under Kelly? Because in my mind, I think a lot of people remember a high-flying offense. No, and it was, it was majority run. Yeah, like, they, they didn't throw the ball all over the place. They they had the ability to. Um, so in that sense, you I guess you could answer either. But I think that I had a coach text me yesterday and say, "Do you realize he has never been at this this talent advantage in his entire career? The only time he's ever coached." talent that's that's better than what he's about to have is when he was literally in the NFL with the Eagles and then he didn't have an edge most Saturdays now he'll have high level talent and an edge most Saturdays so we've got a grading system internally every coach every assistant coach every coordinator position coach we got him graded last 15 years and we look at things like uh you know who you had versus who you just brought in Bill O'Brien I know you guys probably talked about this a fair amount when he was brought in at Ohio State for a cup of coffee. I heard some people up in Columbus trying to talk themselves into feeling good about it. Then I heard some people down in Tuscaloosa trying to talk him out of feeling good about it. And I just kind of sat back and watched and observed. And then he leaves. He takes the B.C. job. Chip Kelly comes in. Well, what I won't do personally is listen to someone say, "Uh, O'Brien Kelly, whatever. These two things are not the same. Uh, Bill O'Brien by my numbers would have been ninth or 10th best coordinator in the Big 10 this upcoming year. I don't think highly of him at all. Chip Kelly conversely I think is one of the 9 or 10 best offensive coordinators in the country. We just hadn't we hadn't seen him be a pure OC in a long time. I I can't I can't overstate enough how big an upgrade staff-wise I think it is and remember with all the talent they've had there and with all the edges that they have At least 11 Saturdays out of the year, if not all 12, whatever that extra gust of wind in your sails is that you need to get over the hump, they haven't had that. And so I'm not telling you Chip Kelly brings that by any stretch, but I'm telling you they've made efforts all across the board up there to try and find whatever edge it is they need. And um, I credit them because people talk about Ryan Day like he's been in the industry 30 years and he's been a head coach 30 years and they say he can't win a big game, just hasn't. He just hasn't done it yet. I'm a believer that some guys crack the code seven years into their career. You know, when this 12-team football uh, playoff was announced,
1: there was a theory out there that this would save a lot of jobs. I'm on the other side. I think it's going to cost a lot of coaches' jobs because if I'm a fan of 25 to 30 teams, I feel like my team, at least every other year, should be in the college football playoff. Would you agree when you look at this big picture, more coaches probably lose jobs than retain their jobs?
3: Yeah, I agree with that. And I also think, um, so I think a lot of coaches were losing their job in the previous generation because of Nick Saban. And Saban came in and did stuff at Alabama that's really not supposed to be possible. And everyone assumed, well, if he can do it, it's technically possible. So if we're not matching that, Forget matching it. If we're not close to that, at least, we need to make a change. And some programs made changes who had no business firing their coach. And now the standard will be playoff. And, of course, you guys know as well as I do, somebody will walk in and they'll just boom immediately. They'll take a new team to the playoff since it's 12 teams. They'll get in there with a 10-2 and two record, and that'll be the standard. And everyone will start to think, well, in the portal era – and the expanded playoff era, we shouldn't have to settle for a rebuild. Now, hey, Mike Norvell's done it and turned FSU into the number one program in the ACC, but forget about that. We shouldn't have to wait anymore. And if if you're telling us we have to wait, there are better options out there. Yeah, total microwave mentality, now more than ever in the expanded playoff era.
2: Who handles the um, expectations better this upcoming year? Um, Ole Miss or Missouri, because both of them are going to have Uh, really amazing expectations moving into this year.
3: I think Missouri folks will handle it better uh, because I think that Missouri folks can envision 2025 and 26 under their head coach. I don't think anyone at Ole Miss is talking about 25 or 26 under Lane Kiffin. I think the expectation in the industry, whether he can execute it or not, is pull something off that's really special in 2024 and then – to what comes in 2025 and beyond. I think mean, there's a lot more longevity built into what Eli Drinkwitz is trying to do. Now that's not to say that Kiffin could not remain indefinitely and be a winner at Ole Miss or just rinse and repeat this process through the portal every year. The difference is I don't know that that's his aim. Whereas I think Eli Drinkwitz is in it for the long haul up there and they've They've secured him their their stability, their structure. They just lost some really good defensive staffers to LSU. Those are really good coaches. Um, And not just Blake Baker. Kevin Peoples is, to me, one of the most underrated position coaches in America. And so he's got to replenish that side of his staff. But I think they'll handle it better. I don't think it's the end of the world if Missouri goes 8-4. and This year, if Ole Miss does, you know, it it may in a roundabout way feel like the Michigan thing this past year for different reasons. But the Michigan folks looked and said, hey, whatever happens, we got to get it done this year. Could lose our staff. NCAA could come knocking. so their mentality was forget edge of the cliff over there. We're not talking about 24. We got to get it done in 2023. And they did. And I think that's the mentality for Ole Miss. But imagine imagine if Michigan lost to Ohio State and didn't go to the Big Ten title game, and, and lost a bowl game, and then all this happened. How would they feel? they feel gutted. It would be the most hollow-feeling era of Michigan football because you got close. You knocked on the door three times, and it never opened for you. Are you watching? Are you a fan of HBO's True Detective? So, the Jodie Foster season, I haven't started yet. I actually went and rewatched season one the other day. That's how much I love season one. But yeah, I'm a fan.
1: Okay. Well, so season one, really, season four is a prequel or, excuse me, a sequel to season one. And you'll see a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of correlations and, and, and there's, There's what you would call the Easter eggs all over the place. With that said, the backdrop, you probably know, is 24 hours of dark, cold Alaska. What I didn't realize, Alaska obviously on a coast. I know you're a big tornado guy. I don't know how into hurricanes you are. I didn't realize Alaska had hurricanes. Oh, my gosh. Do
2: they? I've never heard (laughs) of that. Yeah.
3: Okay. So we need to talk about Aleutian lows and highs. So the Aleutian Islands up there, very very infrequently visited by those of us in the South. Um, When you get into oceanic oscillation patterns, which I know all you guys are, and hopefully the viewing audiences as well. Big fan, by the way. How how northerly those highs and lows get in the Pacific. And it, it impacts what happens with our weather in our backyard, but it all starts off the coast of the Aleutian Islands up in Alaska. And yes, it can get crazy up there. And unlike down here, you know, if a, if a gulf storm or a tropical storm hurricane makes landfall overnight, you say, boy, we got to wait to sunrise so we can see the damage. Sunrise never comes. It's just dark. You, all, all your rebuild, your cleanup, your are um, getting the power back on. It's just all in darkness. It's crazy. Yeah. And I didn't realize like a lot of the ocean,
1: like where you have the tide coming in, that is frozen for like mm-hmm. three, four months at a
3: time, which is also insane to me. And remember, people are choosing to live there. It's not a state penitentiary. People are choosing to live. in. I don't know if they really are. I think you're either stuck there monetarily or you're trying to get away
1: from something if you move there.
3: It's there's mm, okay. The move away from I get it. Like if that was if that was witness relocation HQ, so be it. But that's what God invented New Mexico for. What is Alaska there for? And we are land bridged to it. It's not an island contrary to semi-popular belief where I came from, you can walk to Alaska. It's not recommended, but you can walk there. I, the, the best thing that ever happened in Alaska to me was the filming of Mystery Alaska, which is one of the most underrated sports movies ever. People hate on it all the time. But they played pond hockey up there and convinced the NHL to bring the New York Rangers up for an <laughs> exhibition game, and Russell Crowe starred in it. Yeah, it's very realistic. Movie. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm changing my Valentine's writing to Maggie today. I'm going to say, uh, uh, you're my Aleutian Islands. I love your high. I love your highs and your lows. <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm going to put that in there. That's going to work you out You make good. the oscillate much as the Pacific Ocean does. Yes. 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 Just tell me how that works out on the 15th. He doesn't edition. like
2: when she oscillates, though.
0: Wow. Uh, <laughs> No comment. Yeah, was, yeah was, no, no, I've got, I've definitely quietly got awkward. Yeah, yeah. Those are extra tropical cyclones, not hurricanes. So <laughs> am I correct about that, Page,
3: Of course, of okay. course. And if you need more time, we can, we can go another segment. But yes, you are correct.
0: Okay. Was your favorite or least favorite part of the Super Bowl, the Twister trailer that played?
3: Okay. So I was at a, uh, <clears throat> I was somewhere I didn't need to be. I was at a party at management's house. Yeah, You took
0: on these so, condies. You got, yes.
3: You've got, I I don't know where the bread plate goes. Why do I have four knives and forks in front of me? So <laughs> I walk around the crystal stemware as the commercials playing, they're like 20 people in the room. And I just stood in awe cause I knew the trailer was coming. And so it finally hits. I stood in awe. Now I walk in with healthy skepticism that this is going to be a good movie. I'm nervous about it, but as I told you guys many times, it's not the scientific accuracy that drew me into the first twister. It is nailing storm chasing culture. Like you have to be a truly sick minded individual to crave being in the path of a tornado. And so if you get a group of those folks together, very unique culture. Um, don't, Don't care necessarily about the scientific accuracy. Well, the second one, that's what I want it to nail. I don't care about the scientific accuracy, although I will say, I think people would be shocked to go back and look at the biggest movies of the 90s and to learn how high up in box office Twister was. And then think about all the sequels we've had of just utter and complete trash. And it took to 2024 to get a sequel to Twister. That's what boggles my mind. In an era where we are starved for original ideas, this has just been sitting there. And no one did anything with it until now. So I'm hopeful. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'm hopeful that Twister Two pans out the way it should.
0: I mean, they've they've done like four Willy Wonkas already. I mean, we have all we the time beat that thing to death.
2: I play golf with my insurance provider. He wants to know if you have to disclose your Storm Chaser on any life insurance policies or auto insurance policies.
1: No, just don't do it.
3: Don't don't answer the question. Yeah, That's right. probably what I would I would say. I. I never thought about that. Can we scrub a lot of what we're talking about yeah, right yeah. now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Nobody watches this show. Don't worry about it. Nobody watches, we,
3: this. we are not clipping this one for social. <laughs> Just feel free to do anything else. Not this one, though. So
0: tell Little T, go ahead and delete that tweet she was sending out. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. He is Josh Pate at Late Kick Josh on Twitter. See him uh, on 24-7 Sports. Uh, like his work. Give it a thumbs up. Subscribe. Follow him. All those things. Thank you very much, Pate. Have a great week. See you guys. All right, buddy. Take care. Josh Pate with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline.
2: I've got a prediction, um, an NFL prediction after LT tells us about our friends at Redmont Vodka.
1: Gluten-free, eight times distilled, locally owned, and operated. Incredible product available at your local package and ABC stores, including pink package in the beverage place. Ask for it by name
2: if you're at a local bar or restaurant. If they don't have it, tell them to get it available in 22 states. It is Redmont Vodka. When the Chiefs play the opening NFL game next year on Thursday night, I think it'll be an Andy Reid-Hardball matchup. I could see that. I mean, they're going
1: to play twice a year in a 17-game schedule, and you want to add a little juice. I agree. Harbaugh has the best winning or excuse me the fifth best winning percentage in the history of the nfl when he comes back
2: yeah by the way though i would i did a little uh little play there as well by saying hardball because the two betting favorites for their opening opponents baltimore are, are the chargers Miller. and
1: the ravens yeah I've both seen, home
2: games for the chiefs
1: yeah they've they've narrowed it down they believe it's going to be one of six opponents for the chiefs and your favorites are the hardball brothers but i think you could go either direction i kind of would like to see Jim Harbaugh on that stage to open up the season.
0: Yeah,
2: Chiefs think, and Chargers is the betting favorite. Those I, have been some great games too. I think the Chiefs do host
0: Baltimore. To your point,
2: no, that's why. Yeah, that's why they're yeah. in the betting favorite number two. They do host Baltimore next yeah. year. Um, that's why. What, that's why I went. That's why I went. Andy Reid, Chiefs,
0: Harbaugh matchup. There, there's a chance. There's two of them on that home schedule. Two Harbaugh's. Yeah, yeah I'm just looking. I don't see another home game that. Uh, that would move the needle as much as one of those two would. I agree with you. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, four downs, part of the conversation later new on. New bracketology from Lenardi. Oh, new bracketology. Movement, movement for both teams in this state.
2: New bracketology from Lenardi. We'll talk Aaron Estrada, Alabama basketball with us. Next live guest with us at 11 Central at the top of this hour to start the final hour of the show. Um, and by the way, there's a documentary coming out. Um, two episodes every Friday for the next five Fridays on Apple TV. It's on the dynasty of the Patriots. And they gave an advanced viewing of all 10 episodes to the athletic. Um, and they said if you just like reliving the early days of Bledsoe to Brady and the building of the dynasty, first couple episodes are even good, even though you know the story. They say it really gets good. In four, six, and seven, those episodes. Uh, and this is two episodes every Friday. Episode four is Spygate information that you haven't heard before, including one guy who's still with the organization talking about destroying the tapes with yeah. a sledgehammer. Uh, episode six is all on Hernandez uh, with the organization. Episode seven is the Flakegate. But 7 through 10, they say, is unbelievable, according to The Athletic, on the relationship between Brady and Belichick and how the players were talking about, like Rob Gronkowski in the documentary says, I would pull up to One Patriot's Way every, every day, and I would have to get motivated to get out of the car and go in to work. It was that horrible of an environment inside the facility. Yeah, I mean, no that's miserable. the
1: only episode that I would be interested I mean, I lived this. We lived watching Tom Brady and Bill Belichick win these championships. And I really, as a Rams fan, the Rams were so much better. That year, Brady won his first. Uh, Spygate was real. Um, I got no desire to see that. I don't know. You guys, is this on a view of me? I mean, 10 episodes? My God. That yeah, does seem like a lot. Belichick yeah, the, and Brady, can you the, get? The Flategate,
0: I got zero interest in that part. I would be interested in seeing the part about the, the Brady-Belichick atmosphere. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm interested yeah. in. I'll, I'll, I'll check back
2: with you guys if you're not watching it, because according to The Athletic, uh, this is one of those must-see must documentaries from the same people that did the Tiger Woods documentary, which I never don't, saw, I don't think. I saw that one, and it was it was okay. Uh, tell us about our friends at uh, Way to Wellness. Oh, that's me. Well, tell us wellness. about it, Jim. Why your, don't you... your journey to healthy living. Jump on Way to Wellness right now and end up. Uh, Jump-starting your weight loss here in 2024, Leslie and her board-certified team will take care of you. Uh, all you have to do is go to the website aplanforme. dot com. dot com. This is something different folks up here have done in the past. We went by and saw Leslie right there and her board-certified team down at Weight of Wellness, and we've used the uh, opportunity there to uh, sort of get into better shape here at the workplace. Leslie and her board-certified team can do that for you with no contracts, no sign-up fees, and your first consultation is absolutely free. So no financial obligation to learn more about way to wellness How do you get dialed in on that? You just go to their website, aplanforme.com. aplanforme.com. It is way to Way2Wellness, your journey to healthy living.
1: Everything Alabama, all the time.
2: Subscribe and set alerts at Roll Tide Pods on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. There are so many things I love about Walk-Ons. Authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine, prepared fresh daily from scratch. A great beer selection and TVs everywhere to watch the big game every day of the week. And of course, they've got two great locations on Highway 280 and 119 and at Hoover near the Hoover Met. Walk-Ons is also a great place for happy hour. Two to six Monday through Friday with $5 moonshine swirls, $5 house pours, and half-price appetizers. And it's an easy take-home experience for the family as well. Highway 280 and Hoover with Walk-Ons.
1: Hey, let me tell you about our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Compassionate and comprehensive urological care with 35 physicians, 17 locations across Alabama, their patient-centered approach to all of your urological needs. Remember, they've got that new Men's Health Center. It is beautiful, helping men with a wide range of sensitive male issues in a comfortable environment. You can always go online, visit urologycentersalabama.com, schedule an appointment with one of their many urologists today
3: every day someone is ridiculed and mocked for the clothing they chose to wear it's a harsh reality we all must face but you have the chance to change all of that with one visit to nextround.store for just a few minutes of browsing you will observe so many clothing options from hats to hoodies to t-shirts please for yourself or someone you love go to nextround.store and embrace the warmth of true attire.
1: Hey, there's nothing worse than waking up to a plumbing problem. Don't get caught in a flooded house. Call the guys at Hemp Hill Services. Adam, Chad, and the team at Hemp Hill are the only ones I trust to fix it and fix it right the first time. Hemp Hill Services does it right and always at a fair price. For all of your plumbing, cooling, and heating needs, Trust the name that Birmingham has trusted since 1954. That is Hemphill Services. Call now, 205-229-2090. That's 205-229-2090.
0: Fire damage to your home or business is something you never want to consider. Ryan Brown here from the next round. But in the horrible event it happens, Dry Tech is here to help. They respond quickly and will reply to you within 20 minutes when you call 205-637-0143. They're working for you, the customer, not the insurance company. They've got five crews ready to go 24-7. Don't call the insurance company first. Call Dry Tech. Just remember this website, MyDryTech.com. That is MyDryTech.com. The next round is so much more than the show you get from nine to one each day. So make sure to head to our
2: official YouTube channel at next round live and subscribe to get all of our latest content. We of course have plenty of specialty content and shorts based all around the sports in the heart of the SEC, but we also talk pro sports, gambling, lifestyle and entertainment, and so much more. It's the next round YouTube channel where you never know what you're going to find next. Subscribe now to see the latest
1: content and get notifications when we go live. That's at next round live on YouTube.
2: All right, don't forget Little T and I down at Auburn tonight for South Carolina-Auburn, 730-TIP. Follow us on social media, including Twitter and Instagram, Uh, X if you call it X, Twix if you combine the two, and Instagram tonight. We'll have a lot of content for you, including I think she's got an Ask Us Anything ready to go. Uh, For either the ride down or the ride back. All that happening tonight. Also, Tennessee, you know, if you just believe top 10 teams on the road are interesting. Number eight, Tennessee, at an Arkansas team that has underachieved for a variety of reasons this year. You just wonder if Arkansas is a tough out for Tennessee tonight on the road. Yeah, look, more surprising if South Carolina
1: is able to knock off Auburn on the road, but almost equally surprising. I, I just, I know it's on the road at Bud Walton but I just don't see Tennessee losing
2: this game. Yeah, be, yeah. Back-to-back losses for this team yeah. is hard to believe, right? All right, uh, before LT tells us about... By the about, way, eight-and-a-half point favorites. Is Tennessee yep. on the road. Um, and Auburn's what again, 11-and-a-half? 11-and-a-half. 11-and-a-half at home against the number 11 team in the country. Uh, that just screams beatdown, doesn't it? <laughs> um, tell us about doctor BLT <laughs> after I give you this fact. The first season, this from The Athletic, the first season of Game of Thrones season one, cost them $55 million to make. The way, if accepted, the amount of money ESPN is p- paying for the college football playoffs, they will pay twice that much for a first-round on-campus matchup. They'll pay $110 million for that one football game. Wow. Say Utah at Ole
1: Miss. Well, like I saw the back-to-true detective this season four, I saw the entire budget for the season
2: was <laughs> $60
0: million. So that's in the – once we go to the – that's in not these next two years, but that first – The first
2: year of the new TV contract. six-year deal. Wow. But it is noted, and you brought this up, Brandy, a couple of times, and we've talked about it on the show, that in the fine print, it does say ESPN has the rights to sell off licensing to other networks if they want to do so. Yeah. And so they're roughly paying about $1.3 billion a year – to have the broadcast rights through the 2031 season, 2032 playoffs championship game. Um, but there is a chance they can make maybe all that money back by selling the rights out.
0: You know what's interesting is this goes through 2032. Okay. 2031 season, 2032 championship That's right. Game. 2032 championship game. The Fox CBS NBC deal with the Big Ten is up at the end of the 2030 season the ESPN deal with the SEC is up at the end of the 2034 season. So this is going to come up for bid right between Fox, NBC, CBS having to renegotiate that Big Ten deal and the right before ESPN renegotiates the SEC deal. I don't know if it's good or bad for them.
2: Uh, it is bad for Fox and the others because they will have to spend a lot of money to keep the Big Ten and the, the rights to that and Then they've got to turn around and also bid on the playoffs. But again, this isn't approved yet by the college. It's not. This was announced yesterday, and this is what ESPN and the college football playoff governing body has have agreed to. It still has to be approved by the commissioners, and there is a chance um, that the Big Ten folks will be upset that ESPN ABC has the sole rights to the playoffs moving forward, who is tied to the SEC. And there could be some pushback on them agreeing to this. Deal. But there,
0: there are a lot of there was a lot of industry speculation that this number is a little bit lower than a lot of people thought, which indicated there weren't many bidders. That ESPN might have been the sole bidder on this deal, which if you're the Big Ten, then you have to say, well, Fox isn't involved because Fox didn't bid. I don't know what the, I can't twist their arm and make them bid on this. Right. That's right. You know, they're already giving me eight billion dollars or whatever it is in our deal. I can't. We, we, we got to take, take care of us first. No, I can't yeah. very well go to him and say, you got you to cough up 8 billion more. Speaking of taking care of yourself, Dr. B did that
2: for LT. Yeah,
1: again, when I started to thin out, it's been a couple of years now. I asked around Dr. Beckenstein was the name everyone mentioned because for more than 20 years, women and men have turned to Dr. B for a range of cosmetic and reconstructive procedures. He will use that experience, his advanced training, genetic testing to help each patient fully understand the procedures they are considering. I did the non-invasive treatment on the couch last night, 30 minutes. I do it three times a week. My hair is more than doubled in thickness. Make the phone call that I made. Schedule the consultation today. If you know somebody that is thinning out, be preemptive. Tell them about it. Be a good friend. 205 319 That's 205
2: 319 or t3hair.net. February 20th is the day that the committee is getting back together uh, to vote on uh, everything else, including the 5-7 model. Uh, when it's all said and done, do you think we end up with a 5-7 model? I do. Uh, this very first year. I do. I you mean, too. you know, when you think about 6-6, six, six,
1: you were including the Pac-12. And you have Washington State and Oregon State. So I don't know how realistically, if you have guys that sit in that room with common
2: sense, you can't include the Pac-12. Um, what is uh, amazing about uh, the breakup of the Pac-12 is there's still some existing contracts, right? And we get word yesterday that the Pac 12 bowl tie ins are still going to, for the next two years, be able to select Pac 12, former Pac 12 teams for their bowl games because there are still contracts out there. So anybody that's left that is going to the Big 10 or to the Big 12 or Washington State and Oregon State could still be selected as, quote-unquote, the Pac-12 version of these contracts for these bowl games, the Alamo Bowl, the Las Vegas Bowl, the Holiday Bowl, the Sun Bowl, the L.A. Bowl, and the Independence Bowl. But does
0: the Big 12 and
2: Big 10 get priority? Like Um, if Oregon... College college football playoffs... Gets priority. Gets priorities. And if not, then Pac-12 teams can be selected for these. Um, uh, Even though there are no tie-ins... With those leagues right now, in the Big Twelve or the Big Ten, it's gonna
0: be so confusing.
2: It is, but then the Alamo Bowl tried to play the same card and say because of our deal with the Big Twelve, we too would like the right to still select Oklahoma and Texas. To which the SEC said that's not happening. You can select them all you want, but they yeah. ain't showing up. Yeah. <laughs> they will they will be part of the SEC <laughs> bowl package. Uh, that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. So the Alamo Bowl. Uh, Good on
0: one side. That's right. Bad on the other side. I give side. them an A for effort, though, yeah. on at least make it the ask, right? And that is one of the more entertaining bowls. I do like yeah. the Alamo Bowl, yeah. Yep. In fact, I wouldn't mind it becoming an SEC bowl game. And it could. Yeah, it, it I, could. Mean, I mean, why not? A, it's better than some of the ones the SEC's tied up in right now, I would say. And, and I mean, if you're an SEC fan, a trip to San Antonio is not a bad deal, is it? Uh, It is not. And it's usually an exciting
2: game, a good yeah. facility. Uh, it's been, what, Pac-12, Big 12 most of the time? Yeah. So why not a little SEC Big Ten maybe? You're going yeah, to get a lot Big of 12, it. Yeah. yeah, SEC Big 12. SEC Big 12. That's just some of the football uh, stuff going on. All right, one more thing in this segment. Uh, we got Aaron Estrada at the top of the hour, and so we'll work our way back to basketball. But an amazing stat about Patrick Mahomes, I'm not sure everyone has noticed yet, Um, But if you're a stat guy, this one's going to
0: blow you away after Brownie tells you about our friends at A+. A A-plus style home remodeling. Jimmy Dunaway, that is my man Brad Bell. A-plus style home remodeling. I'm going to give you three things. He does everything well uh, in the contracting game, but three things he specializes in are your master bathroom, your kitchen, and your master bedroom closet. Now, there's a reason he specializes in those. Scott is showing you a video of a recent master bedroom closet he remodeled. It is gorgeous. Uh, not at my house, but, uh, Brad was very proud of this Said I got to show you this video. I was like, well, okay, we got to use it on the show. This is amazing. Gorgeous closet there. Now, one of the reasons he specializes in that is he knows that the things you're going to enjoy while you own your house are going to be a good master bedroom closet a good master bathroom and a good kitchen Uh, you spend a lot of time in all those three areas but when you go to sell your home that catches people's eyes scott is showing you my master bath update that brad did in our house that that is in fact my house and you're going to get your money back on these now. So if you're ready to do that remodel at your house, Brad Bell is the man you need to call. A plus Tile Home Remodeling is his company. A plus Tile Home Remodeling. You see him down at the uh, home show coming up in a couple of uh, this weekend. In fact, down at the BJCC, uh, you can see him in the home show. A-plus tile, home remodeling. Brad Bell is his name. Here is his number. If you miss any of this, just reach out to me. I'll be happy to share it with you. 205-422-1758. 205-422-1758. Brad Bell, A-plus tile, home remodeling. This this comes from a guy named Neil Payne
2: who did the work on this. Uh, But since 2001, there's been 56 quarterbacks that have led 125 drives in the NFL playoffs when their team was either tied or trailed by seven points or further, 125 drives in the playoffs since 2001 where that's been the case, within one score or tied, basically game-winning drives, Mm -hmm. right? Of those 125 drives, 40% of them saw the offensive team either tie the game or take the lead to go on and win the game. Tom Brady, 5 of 11 in those such drives, 46%, one of the best to ever do it. Drew Brees, 3 of 6, 50%. Aaron Rodgers, 75%. Patrick Mahomes is 100%. That's amazing. He is 7 for 7 in those situations. In the playoffs, one score or
0: tied, driving to win the game. It's why when, coming out of the two-minute warning, they did not. Uh, San Francisco didn't convert that third down. Spagnola brought the blitz. Uh, Kansas City had two timeouts. San Francisco was in field goal range already but he forced them to kick the field goal and save the timeouts. I knew then that game was at it, it, very best for San Francisco was going to be a tie situation going to overtime. I really thought they were going to score a touchdown. Oh, look, when they had to kick
1: uh, the three to start overtime, I thought San Francisco was done. Uh, yeah. He's
0: just You just don't let him have the ball.
1: Yeah, he's that good. And you think about his three Super Bowl championships, he has been trailing by double digits in all three of those games. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty amazing. And, he didn't have weapons
0: this year. I mean, Buffalo one time left him thirteen seconds on the clock, and he still beat them. I mean, you just cannot give that guy any time. Nothing. When I'm telling you, man, when they left them two timeouts on the other side of the two-minute warning, you just knew war. best case for San Francisco was going to overtime right there.
1: Yeah, and look, I don't know what to believe, but Kyle Shanahan has now come out doing the damage control.
0: You know, I talked to my coaches about the overtime format. I don't believe what he said. I don't either. That, that we wanted the ball first in sudden death. I don't think he thought that far ahead.
1: Yeah, and he said if it would have been a shootout, we would have taken the ball second. We would have deferred. Yeah. I don't
0: believe you, there's so much is going on on an NFL sideline. I just don't believe in that moment you have the clarity of thought to think, hey, well, listen, if but, we take it first, we get it first in sudden death. That's why you already make the decision before the game. And, yeah. and, if, and if gut
1: changes that, and maybe that did – But it's almost like, okay, if we go to overtime against Pat Mahomes and you can do it one of two ways. We dominated the first half. They came back. They dominated the first half. We came back and just have that scenario ready to go. I mean, that's one of the things as a head coach, you have got to have prepared where in the moment you don't have to. I mean, it seemed like, again, I didn't know the rule and I can admit that uh, people watching the game with me did not know the rule. I forgot it was changed in twenty twenty one. I'd forgotten initially, and, I, and initially, I don't think
0: Shanahan knew. My wife initially asked me, "How does this work?" I said, "Well, if they score a touchdown, the game's over." And then, as soon as it got out of my mouth, I was like, "No, wait a minute! They changed that for the playoffs." But I, I've got to Google it to make sure what the changes are. And they went over it in the broadcast; they just didn't have a cool graphic ready to go, which they should have. Like Rockstar said, they yeah, do why would every, they not have a graphic? Every college game they. Not only have the graphic, but they go Rockstar into excruciating detail about the graphic. Now, th- at one point, <laughs>
3: we're going to tell you both teams have to go for a two-point conversion I mean, after scoring.
0: Excruciating detail in the college game, NFL game. is just like, everybody guess what's going to happen. Yeah.
2: And then when we get to the fifth overtime, the quarterback has to use their offhand. Right-handers <laughs> I mean, have to it's... use the left hand. Uh, I wish the uh, college game would go to that NFL model. I thought it, it worked Uh, really well all right when we come back uh more on auburn's game tonight down in uh in neville Uh, you'll hear from bruce pearl when we come back and we'll work our way to aaron estrada coming up at the top of the hour four down still to go as well next round being brought to you by our friends at a plus I just told him about A+. Oh, you did A+. I did A+. That's my man, Brad Bell, in in that case, it is time to hear about our friends at Michelson Laser Vision. Tell us about Michelson. Yeah, call 205-969-8100, the
1: number that I called decades ago. Ask for Amy. Tell her the next round sent you. She's going to hook you up with the pre-inflation pricing. If you've been procrastinating, make twenty twenty four the year of sight for you. If you wear the contacts or the glasses, you're wasting money each and every year. I'm speaking from experience. Dr. Mark Michelson Dr. Jen Michelson, best in the business, 205-969-8100. Ask for Amy. Ask about the pre-inflation pricing. For more information, MichelsonLaserVision.com.
0: Everything next round is on demand now
1: in the podcast section at NextRoundLive.com. Hey, if you're looking for Birmingham's best pizza, you need to stop in and see our friends at Slice Pizza and Brew. It's as local as you can get from the ingredients that go into every pizza to the beer on tap. For a great lunch or dinner, go see our friends today, Vestavia or Lakeview at Slice.
0: Hey, Ryan Brown here from The Next Round. Do you want to help pay for my kids' college and look great while you're doing it? You need to go to The Next Round store. Everything from hats to short-sleeve and long-sleeve t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, zip-up hoodies, and much more. And we're adding new things all the time. Why would you not want to see my kids get a great college education and look great out in the public while you're doing it? Get the gear we wear all the time on the show, and there's only one place to get it. NextRound.store. That's NextRound.store. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place
2: right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205 542 3531, it's storm restoration roofing.
1: Did you know that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in America and that it affects men and women equally? If you're older than 45, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, treatable, and beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, please visit us. Go to rumpshakerinc.org. Also, 6th Annual Rump Shaker 5K coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regent's Field. You can register online, rumpshakerinc.org. Stop by the New York Butcher Shop and pick up the finest and certified Angus prime beef steaks and burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, and all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees and side dishes are the perfect dinner-to-go choice for your family and are ready to heat at home. With a great selection of fine wines and desserts, the New York Butcher Shop is your one-stop dinner shop. Two locations to serve you, Cahaba Heights and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop, rare quality, well-done service. What are you waiting for? It's non-stop gaming action at Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Come play more than 900 of the latest and greatest games around, featuring fun bonuses and big jackpots. You can wager and win on horse and greyhound races from all over the world. There are more ways to win at Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Birmingham Racecourse Casino, located off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Must be 21 or older.
0: Want more of the show? Download the app or visit nextroundlive.com for the latest podcast, The Mystery Fifth Hour, our Not For All Ages podcast, The Last Call, and the entire Double Down Media podcast family. All at nextroundlive.com and on the Next Round app.
2: On the next round, as we continue on, Rock Sharp, you'll give me cut four. Bruce Pearl getting ready for the game tonight against South Carolina. And this is a good Carolina team 21 and 3 overall, two losses in the SEC, playing in a place where Auburn has not lost this year. Here's Bruce talking about the key to uh, beating a team like South Carolina.
3: So what are the keys to playing a team like South Carolina, especially one that wants to limit possessions as much as possible? Like, like what, what's the kind of the challenge of that for you
1: guys? Well, on Well, I mean, we'll try to speed them up when possible. Um, you know, you just got to understand what they like to do offensively, and what's the best way to take those things away defensively, and and try to you know try to lock into a game plan. We we don't play the same way defensively every night. We got to play hard every night, um, but we don't guard the same way every night because we try to you know we're a scouting report. We're scouting report offense and defense based on how you guard us and what you like to do offensively. So at the end of the day, too, understand South Carolina is very, very physical, um, you know, and uh, uh, so was Florida. And, um, you know, we were probably more physical than Alabama was. And so the more physical team won last week.
2: Yeah, physical, physicality makes a difference. You hear Calipari talking about the same thing after Kentucky's win last night. That gets us to a new bracketology out from Joe Lenardi.
0: All right, here are your one seeds in order. In order from bracketology. Joe Lenardi has Purdue, UConn, Houston, and Arizona. Nobody's got any trouble with that, right? Uh,
2: so, so Purdue's the number one overall the seed. Number one overall. These are in order. Now, if
1: Marquette, for whatever reason, was to steal one in stores this weekend and number one UConn, I think Marquette
0: probably jumps here. Who he's got as his top number two seed. Lance uh, reading ahead in the script right there. Marquette, his top two seed. Didn't they lose earlier this week on the road? I mean, everybody does. Everybody does. does. Yeah. yeah. Tennessee as a two seed. North Carolina off their loss. Jim, did they lose on the road? Uh, North last Carolina, Carolina yeah, last yeah, 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 night? Hey, yeah.
1: Since Armando Baycott said, yeah, ACC, not comes through Chapel Hill, it comes through me. Right. How have they they're, they're
0: two and three. Okay. Uh, North Carolina a two-seed, and new to the two-seed line, moving up, the University of Alabama. Alabama to the two? He's there, Alabama is Lenardi's last two-seed. That's surprising. The three seeds, Iowa State, Kansas, Duke, Baylor, no Auburn. The four yeah. seeds, Illinois, Auburn, Wisconsin, Creighton. He's got Auburn as a, as a down arrow. However, Lenardi says of tonight's game, South Carolina at Auburn, the surging Gamecocks are roughly two big wins away from a four seed. One of those would come tonight, obviously. Auburn is in range of a three seed with a victory, so there is a potential in Lenardi's eyes he could move Auburn from the four line to the three line just with a win over South Carolina tonight. But back
1: to Alabama as a two. I mean, when you look at how brutal the schedule is in the final seven games, they would have to go five and two in those seven games. Worst case, probably six and one to get that two. I just. Well, if they I do that, they deserve it too. Oh, There's I agree. It, yeah. I just don't see that happening. Do you
2: guys? No, it could, it could all settle out where um, both Alabama and Auburn are fours, or
0: maybe both Alabama and Auburn are threes when it's all settled out, right? Lenardi has got nine Big 12 and nine SECs. Yeah, I mean, two and
1: three really don't matter. Uh,
0: That's a compliment, by the way. What, nine SEC and nine Big 12? Yeah, just to have the same number as the Big 12 does right now.
2: Jason, one of our great listeners, uh, sort of north here of Birmingham, he says, as long as they keep them in Memphis, I don't care. Yeah, that's a good spot to go if you're an Alabama
0: fan. Uh, Forresters,
1: uh. right? That Auburn Sanford tournament game is going to be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I, a fourteen. Say right what now. you want. They say yeah. they never put any stock into it. They have a sense of humor, and if there is a if Alabama or Auburn is a three and Sanford's a fourteen, don't be surprised at all if you see that match. Well,
0: okay, so Sanford would be uh, thirteen or fourteen, probably right? Fourteen. A fourteen.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be three fourteen. Well, I think they could be a thirteen if they don't lose. Well, I think they could be. I'm just yeah. saying. I believe they're going to be a fourteen. It's still
0: 3-14 is a dangerous. So game. this is the this is the according to Lenardi right now, Lenardi. The eight teams they could play would be Iowa State, Kansas, Duke, Baylor, Creighton, Wisconsin, Auburn, or Illinois. Yeah, I mean, I could see some upsets in there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, his last four in, Ole Miss is included in that. His first four out, the first team. In his first four outs, Gonzaga, still in Lenardi's eyes after that win in Lexington out of the tournament. Uh,
2: interesting stuff from Lenardi that has it out there. We'll get to our four downs. Up next, Aaron Estrada at the top of the hour. Uh, tell us about the Rump Shaker that's coming back at a great annual event right here in the city of Birmingham. Yeah, hey, I don't
1: know how many people know that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in America. It affects men and women equally. If you're 45 years or older, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, treatable, and beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, visit Visit us. Go to RumpShakerInc.org. That's RumpShakerInc.org. Also, the 16th annual RumpShaker 5K is coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regions
2: Field. For more information on that, RumpShakerInc.org. And our Four Downs today brought to you by our friends at Slice. LT i will tell you about Slice when we're done with Four Downs. Um, four Downs um, today all over the place, including, uh, surprisingly, a good football birthday
0: uh, oh, I heard Lance literally say, ignore the birthdays. Well, so Wait, there was yeah. one birthday, was some chick in a
1: ski mask. And <laughs> I was asking about <laughs> what? Yeah. And, uh, and and Maddie said that she's seen her with her boyfriend come in to a bar in Nashville wearing the ski mask. Like, she wears the ski mask all the time. her thing is a ski mask. Like, she was one of the top... It's so weird when you look at the top celebrity birthdays. Uh These people, I've never heard of any of them, but this chick's got a ski mask. Okay. And that's, like, her claim to fame. That's a weird thing to be your thing. And I think she might do OnlyFans in the ski mask. Okay. Rockstar, are we ready for four downs? Uh, I already didn't Sorry, I'll do
2: it. We're going to do it right now. Didn't mean to hijack you. That's okay. Four downs. And uh, first down starts right now. First down. First down. (laughs) Uh, Who's at their job longer? Jed Fish or Sharon Moore? Fish uh, getting a lot of uh, conversation now at the Washington job. And he actually said yesterday, the reason he couldn't stay at Arizona is that Washington was offering him his assistant pool $3.5 million more than Arizona was willing to go for his assistance.
1: Yeah, I'm not buying Jed Fish, getting great job in Tucson. Uh, the expectations are going to be higher at Michigan, but the resources are better. Um, I will say that Moore is at his job longer.
0: I think I would go better program long-term as Michigan, so I'll go Sharon Moore here.
2: I think I would, too. And Again, 4-0 as a head coach last year Yeah, in some big wins. He was. He's already got yeah. a win over Ohio State. As an acting head coach. Yeah, as an acting head coach. Good point second down they retired Shaq's jersey last night in Orlando Wilt Chamberlain has jersey retired from 3 different NBA franchises so does Pete Maravich even though Pete never played for the Pelicans they retired at his because it's the New Orleans franchise at the time but Shaq does with the Lakers the Heat and the Magic obviously his time with the Lakers, I think, was the best. Shack. Not even close. Best so he, shack. Yeah, the
1: magic playing for a championship in ninety five was impressive when they lost to Houston. And then the championship he won in Miami, it was all Dwayne Wade. So I mean his yeah, his not even close best year is Lakers.
2: Okay, I think you just answered the question yep. then. Uh better of the other two, was it his time with the Heat or the Magic? Magic. Magic yeah yeah that's yeah. when he
1: came on the nba didn't know what to do with this guy no, like you had not. you know elijah one was an athletic big patrick ewing was in his heyday then but they were like who in the head? And he made an immediate impact just be foul able, him just foul him to be able to get them to the finals and hardaway was really good there and dennis scott nick anderson He had a really good orlando magic team but what Shaq was able to do early on was yeah. was incredible
2: only four years there uh but what was Shaq like with the heat did he help? Yeah, I mean, he Ken helped. Wade to was me. the
1: guy, but he was he was the compliment. with the, with the magic. Though it was all through Shaq, and with the Heat, you know Shaq was that number two guy. But to me, it was Magic Easy.
2: Uh, let's do third down. Third down. Auburn basketball twelve and zero at Neville, fifteen straight wins without a loss. Uh, does Auburn lose a game at
0: Neville this year? All right, here are their remaining. Neville Arena games they will play South Carolina tonight Kentucky on Saturday Mississippi State Georgia uh
1: nope I'd go no as well yeah I think their best chance at a loss
2: is going to be Kentucky on Saturday yeah with game day in town.
1: Yeah, I would go no. Yeah. I will no say too. no. Uh, that number's not going to be as big as it is tonight. Of course, they win by 25. Maybe it will be. <laughs> but yeah, they're not. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I think don't think they're gonna losing. All game. So that yeah.
2: would be 16 and 0 this year, and it would carry over into next year on a 19 game win streak. Pretty impressive there. I agree. No. So let's do fourth down. Final. Fourth one. down. <laughs> Finally here, uh, would have been Steve McNair's birthday, the late, great Steve McNair. Also, Drew Bledsoe's birthday today. Also, Jim Kelly's birthday today. In your opinion, best quarterback not named Marino to never win a Super Bowl?
0: Jim Kelly. Hey, I mean, he played in four.
2: Yeah, I mean, just
1: because he played in four, probably yeah. Jim Kelly. Steve McNair gets some conversations. Yeah, I mean,
2: Or Jim Kelly, better quarterback. I think,
1: uh, Jim Mc- Kelly. I think McNair was the more overall talented guy, but Kelly had the better overall years. So I would go Jim Kelly, but I thought McNair at his best was probably better.
2: That's four downs brought to you by our friends at Slice LT. Tell you about tell us about Slice. Yeah, four locations for you. The original in Lakeview, Vestavia,
1: Montevallo, now Crestline Park, coming soon to Homewood. Get in, see the Bajaya brothers, local pizza, local ingredients. For
2: more information, slicebirmingham.com. What a treat. We get to talk to Aaron Estrada live on the show when we come back on the next round.
1: Follow Rockstar on Twitter at RockstarBHM.